For most women, golf is a very, very social sport. Most of us are not single digit indexes or handicaps. Most women that are playing are clearly doing it for the friendships, the companionships, for the social aspect. We're not asking each other, what is your handicap? We're asking each other, how are your kids? How are your parents? How are you doing? And those are the types of conversations that happen amongst women golfing. And we want to just help enable that. And if we can do that through Kinona and the products that we carry, we do think that there's huge opportunity in terms of the styling and just for women to have very easy care, comfortable, stylish golf clothes. It should be table stakes. And we found that it's really not. And so we're trying to get to that point where women can feel really great in the clothes that they wear and not feel like it's a complete struggle to find a great looking outfit. Welcome to the Mod Golf Podcast, where we speak with the influencers, disruptors, entrepreneurs, and innovators who are shaping the future of golf. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. If you're new to the Mod Golf Podcast, thank you for joining us. And please subscribe, rate, and review the show on either iTunes or our show page at www.mod.golf so that you'll never miss the latest engaging story with my amazing guests. I want to take a moment to welcome our Season 4 sponsor partners. We are excited and proud to have Golf Tech as our title sponsor, along with supporting sponsors Fairway IQ, British Columbia Golf, and Nextlinks. Without their generous support, the Mod Golf Podcast wouldn't be able to bring you these unique golf innovation stories. Golf Tech is pleased to exclusively offer our Mod Golf Podcast listeners $50 off both a swing evaluation and tech fit custom club fitting. Go to golftech.com slash modgolf to book at Golf Tech's improvement centers located near you. All right, so let's get to this week's show. I'm your host, Colin Weston, and today I have two for the price of one as I'm joined by Tammy Fuji and Diane Salouche, who are the co-founders of Kinona, who, quite simply as they like to say it, makes flattering women's clothes because, frankly, no one else does. So that's all I'm going to reveal about Kinona is that one of my two fabulous guests here to do the revealing for us. So Tammy and Diane, Thanks so much for joining me on the Mod Golf Podcast today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. You are very welcome. So, Tammy, I want to start with you. And, Diane, feel free to jump in any time here to add your perspective. So, ladies, please tell our listeners your personal and entrepreneurial backstory that led to the inspiration and creation of Kinona. Hi, Colin. Yeah, so Diane and I have known each other for several decades we met back in the, gosh, mid to late 80s. I hate to even say that, but we've known each other for several years. And we were product managers together at a retailer located here in the Seattle area called Eddie Bauer, which is still, of course, an ongoing retailer today. We traveled the world together. We both had were either newly married and had young kids. And so we were on the road for several weeks at a time, but we always were very, very efficient in how we traveled. So it would literally be, we would be in Hong Kong one day, Thailand the next, India the next, and Singapore the next day. It was not a glamorous travel adventure at all, but we were there in markets, working with factories, visiting a lot of our vendor partners in different countries, and then coming back to corporate headquarters and putting the seasonal programs together for Eddie Bauer. 
So that's really where Diane and I met. I decided to leave the apparel industry and went off to go work in the consumer products industry. Throughout that journey, we have continued to remain friends. We've watched our children grow up. We've really encouraged each other through our own journeys, both personal and professional. I consider Diane one of my closest friends and certainly a mentor, a shoulder to lean on and to cry on at times. And we've been able to really maintain a relationship despite the fact date in the Pacific Northwest area. But Diane has moved down to Oregon and then she moved over to the East Coast for several years. Even throughout that time, we would always laugh. We'd talk to each other on our commutes into work at least two or three times a week. And now, of course, that she's in Los Angeles and was working, her commutes were quite long. And it gave us an opportunity to catch up and stay connected. I'll let Diane add her flavor to that story next. Good stuff. Okay, Diane, I'd like to hear your side. Yeah, I definitely met Tammy a very long time ago. And like she said, we don't like to go into the actual dog ears, but we have stayed connected. My career stayed in the apparel field, more on the production side. So I moved over to spend the last 20 years always in production at an executive level running global supply chains. Spent a lot of time traveling all over the world, continued to do that in Asia, South America, Central America, Europe. Great brands. I moved to New York for Ann Taylor. I lived there for quite a while. And then I moved to Los Angeles where I worked for Juicy Couture. And then the last five years I was working for Speedo Swimwear, division of PVH, which is a nine plus billion dollar brand based in New York. So I had stayed in the corporate side of it, but with more active, smaller divisions within that. Like Tammy said, we have always stayed friends. We've always counseled each other. We both have been really good about the years of being single moms and raising kids and supporting them and been that person to bounce everything off of and support each other. So that's what our journey's been. And that's what my personal journey's been. And two years ago, I chose to move out of corporate and start to decide what was the next move in life. Well, let's fast forward here and let's talk about that next move, which is the creation and the inspiration and the aha moment for Kinona. So I love to hear entrepreneurial stories and you two coined a great phrase earlier, calling yourselves accidental entrepreneurs. So obviously this wasn't some big vision you had, the opportunity presented itself. So can you tell our listeners the story of the inception and the aha moment? And as entrepreneurs, the, as I do as an entrepreneur, you see pain points and opportunities and gaps in a market. Can you tell us about how Kinona came to be? Sure. So I'd love to say that the moment was an aha moment, but the moment were several moments along the relationship that I've had with Diane as we not only worked together, and as I mentioned, we stayed connected, but a lot of times we would take golf vacations together and we would always say we would be on the golf course. We love to golf and catch up, but we frankly hated our golf clothes. We would travel to nice resorts and golf at nice golf courses. And so we needed to be course compliant in terms of making sure that we had collared shirts and just the right skirt lengths. But it was really a struggle for us, and especially coming out of the fashion apparel industry, to really find apparel that not only that met our own personal sense of style, and I wouldn't say neither one of us are super avant-garde in terms of our style, but we just wanted something that we felt like really looked good and felt great. And we also wanted clothing that we felt like we could go into the rest of our life with. 
as Diane mentioned, we were at the time both single moms and it's not like we would run to the country club every day and go golfing and then have lunch. We were running to the golf course, usually coming in from a meeting somewhere else, driving in on two wheels, running up to the first tee and teeing off. And then after golf, we may have a bite to eat, but then we were running off to go pick up kids or go run errands. And so we typically didn't have time to like change our clothes and run to our next event. And so it just became really clear to us that there was just really no brand out there that really spoke to us in a way that we could really get behind. And we would go shopping for golf clothes and find the occasional piece here or there. But I wouldn't say that And I can speak for Diane on this, that neither one of us were ever very brand loyal to any particular brand. And and again, we're talking about people that have come from the apparel industry. So it's not like we're completely unaware of what's out there. Um, So we would always talk a little bit in jest about the fact that we should start our own women's golf company. We talked about it. And at the time we were saying this, we were fully immersed in our own careers. I had, at that time, a consulting business. Diane was a full-time leader at one of her corporate jobs, and we talked about it, but really didn't have a path to get there. And so in late 2016, when we were on a vacation together, and really it was at the end of the year, we decided, are we going to do this or not? Because we felt like if we were, either we were going to start a new project or do something different, even I was contemplating just retiring. Um, We thought if we don't do this now, there really won't be another chance for us to get after this. So we decided at, at the beginning of 2017 to pull together a straw man business plan that really were the first outline of what Kinona was going to be about. And and we started by creating the type of company that we both wanted to work at and work for and be a part of. And so that's really where we started before we even got into the research and the due diligence. We really wanted to formulate to make sure that we were not just going to be immersing ourselves back into the same old type of organizations that we had worked at. We really wanted to build a company that was different, not only for ourselves, but for the people that we ultimately would work for us. No, no, Diane, if you want to add to that. So I would just add that Tammy says we talked about this a long time. We literally talked about this for probably 15 years, but we were never at that place in our life. And so when we came to that one really moment where I had left and was deciding if I was going to be in consulting and, and we were just at that point. And we did start the due diligence with the objective of a go, no go. And it just was a go. (laughs) Like we just never hit that day where we said, is this a go or no go? That milestone, it just was going and the train was happening. And I think it happened so organically in some ways. The fact that we were getting was so strong from women that we talked to. And then the people that were coming to help us with things, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more later, was incredible. We found a designer within just the first two weeks. It's just someone who I used to work for and who is well-known in the industry, who was just super excited to jump on board. And it, it kind of went like that for the first few months. Every time we talk about something, there'd be somebody there that was willing to help. So it just became a go. It sounds like the planets were organically aligning for you with every step that you were taking there. And I guess because of your vast experience, both combined here in the apparel industry, I'm sure you saw the trend that, it, well, it's more than a trend now, they've established our listeners may be familiar with this term of athleisure, the athleisure apparel category that Lululemon essentially invented 
Tammy, you touched on this, that you wanted to look great not only on the golf course, but off the golf course. The fact that you have transcended your clothing line into lifestyle. Was that one of the core principles or philosophies when you started out with Kinona? Absolutely. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, we know that the product that we wanted to build needed to be able to stand up to living your life before and after you stepped on and off the golf course. We wanted to be a brand that recognized that women today are not siloed in the activities that they are doing. And we actually just spent this weekend in our planning session talking a lot about the space that we're in. And while Lululemon, absolutely great brand, like lives in this athleisure space, we wanted to coin a different term. And we feel like we live in a space that we like to call life leisure. So it's golf and the rest of your life. And I think just because golf tends to be a sport that has a lot more restrictions, frankly, around what women are able to wear on the course, we tend to come at it with a little bit of a slightly more buttoned up and tailored approach, meaning that you likely aren't going to run to a yoga class maybe after you wear Kinona, but you absolutely can run to a meeting, go shopping, go to the grocery store, pick up your kids, walk into a restaurant and feel like you don't look so, and I'm going to put this in air quotes, golfy when you arrive. And I think we all have seen those people that you can easily peg them that, oh, how was your game today? Because it was clear that they just walked off the golf course. And Kinona really wants to get, we want to get away from being so pigeonholed into that. Right. And we haven't touched on this yet. And I love the backstory here. And Diane, perhaps you can tell us this story. This, I believe, happened when both of you were on vacation in Hawaii. Can you tell us where the name Kiona came from and what it actually means to the company? So we were in Hawaii. We were on vacation actually in Kauai with our husbands, which Tammy and I had both recently been remarried in the last three years. So we like to do various golf vacations and we had this freight train that we were on where the business was starting to happen and we were trying a lot of different names. And one of the things that Tammy mentioned early on was that we wanted to do something different. And when we built this company, it had to have a separate reason for being. And so the life leisure piece of it was definitely a critical piece. But the other part that we were really feeling was important is that once you pass 35, 40, whenever you start having kids and your body is changing, one of the things that happens is you want to make sure that you look really good and the explosion of Spanx to over a billion dollar industry and even how Lululemon makes you look that women want to look good and golf really hasn't offered that up much. And so building some type of shaping, whether it be actual shaping into our products, whether it be the fabric we use, whether it be the styling details we use that just give you a more slimming line. So shaping was one of the key tenets of Kinona. So as we were playing with names, that's how we came to Kinona. It means shape in Hawaiian. Nice. So it was just like, again, as you said, the stars aligned. It aligned so perfectly that luckily we were able to trademark it and it became our brand. It's wonderful. I just, it's so simply elegant and just hits the nail right on the head there. It's great that you found that and uh, also you're able to trademark that. So once again, the planets do align. It's all meant to be. You have no choice but to actually see this out for the rest of your lives now and make this into the awesome brand that it has the potential to be. So (laughs) I wanted to ask you this. My understanding is that you actually launched Kinona in early this year. And as you do, whether it's hard goods, apparel, software, an experience, 
how do you scale? And what I love from my understanding here is you have a champions program that allows you through ambassadors to scale up here and as part of your distribution network. So can one of you please tell us about the champions program and what that means for Kinona to really take it to the next level? Diane, why don't you go ahead and take that? Sure. So we have three levels of distribution that we started with. And honestly, we thought there would be two. We, we were always going to be an online e-commerce company. And we felt like there would be a wholesale component in golf resorts, golf clubs, maybe specialty stores. But when we got into looking into it, it felt like a very dated industry where it was difficult. There weren't really a lot of options as far as representatives and who's selling it. And especially when you're a small brand starting out, you're not one of the majors that have their own reps. So as we looked into this, we were concerned and just didn't feel like it felt progressive in how we wanted to look at our brand and how we wanted to get our brand out there. And we also knew that it was really important for us as we built the company to have a way for women to be involved and women to grow, whether it's their funds, their lifestyle, to not necessarily support themselves, but certainly give themselves ways to earn income. And so that's how we came up with our champion network, which really is a type of ambassador, a person who can earn money off it, whether they're doing home trunk shows, they might be doing them at a golf course. But with our fabric being the special Italian fabric that we use, we know people have to touch it. And so getting it in front of the customer, the women who are able to try it on is really where we're winning. And then they come back and they can shop on the website or they can have their own home trunk shows. We're always looking at expanding this program, so we're looking at all kinds of ways to make this really accessible to the digital age. So I feel like we've just started our journey on this, but we have a lot of room to grow. The champions then are the ones out there promoting our brand and earning their income and being a part of the Kinona family. Nice. So Tammy, can you elaborate a bit more on that? So how many champions do you currently have? And can you walk us through what a home trunk show looks like and how this is infused within the culture that you're creating at Kinona? Yes. Yeah, so currently we have, gosh, I think we have around seven champions currently. We have the, I don't want to say that there's a typical champion, but these are all wonderful women that are in a similar place in their life. Either they have been in very successful careers and are looking for something else to do. And so they have a golf network that they are already tapped into. And so a lot of them are just have like naturally transitioned from their career into Kenona and being a champion for Kenona. Just again, organically, than it being something that feels really unnatural to them. Again, a lot of these women may have kids that are a little bit older and out of the house and so that they have a little bit more free time to really devote to building up their own network and certainly their network on behalf of Kinona. So how the home trunk show component works is one of our champions will invite their friends or family and likely women that they are in a regular foursome with them. A lot of times it's their neighbors and friends right. of friends and they'll invite them and we'll have a, a trunk show either in a home or it could be at a golf course. When you get there, it almost feels like you're part of a book club. There's a very much this sense of community kind of immediately. Having a glass of wine, of course, probably helps that a little <laughs> bit too and even makes it feel more like a book club. 
but we always encourage our champions to host these events and have appetizers and a glass of wine available. And, and these women are able to connect with each other, are able to try on the Kinona product and are able to do it in the comfort of somebody's home, typically. And you're not in a dark dressing room in a golf superstore or in a boarding goods store. You're doing it in a home where you feel like they've got good lighting and great mirrors and, and more importantly, the support of these women that you may or may not know very well. And most of these trunk shows that we've had, it's amazing to me to stand back and watch these women really supporting each other through these interactions and saying, oh, you know, I think this would look really great on you, or you should try this pant. And it's funny, the champions, and Diane and I have certainly done our fair share of these trunk shows ourselves, we almost step back and let these women sell to each other because that's how it is within these communities. And, And it's been really great to see. Diane and I are really more there to facilitate it, or and our champions are really there to more facilitate these interactions that happen versus really there to take orders or to, to help the women. They really do help each other, which has been really gratifying and rewarding. Well, it sounds like that is truly the way to amplify and grow your network is by you planting the seed and then being able to step back because you need those ambassadors, those champions to be the ones that are taking it to the next level and, and spreading the gospel of Kinona for you there. And it sounds like you've got a, a great start with that. So the way you describe the trunk show there reminds me of a previous episode I did just a, a few weeks ago, and that was covering Women's Golf Day, which I'm sure both of you are very familiar with, and uh, Alyssa Godet and the good work that she does with that, and I'm good friends with Alyssa now. And I attended a Women's Golf Day and did a podcast episode from there, from the interviews that, of talking to the women. And the thing they loved the most was not necessarily the lesson that they had or playing golf. They loved the food, they loved a glass of wine, but they loved the fashion show. The majority of the women all across the spectrum of body types and age all love the fashion show and love that aspect of it. But also they were uninspired by the choices out there that were offered for the most part. So I think that was yet another validation that I saw before even getting introduced to both of you here that really excite both of you. The opportunity is there that this unlocked, untapped potential of women with the game of golf, that is, as they call the $30 billion golf opportunity worldwide to actually have more women start to play the game. So that must get both of you super excited. The pie is going to grow exponentially, and it sounds like you're ready to take a nice slice out of that. Is that fair to say? It is fair to say, and to elaborate on that, we know through our own research that for most women, golf is a very, very social sport. Most of us are not single-digit indexes or handicaps. Most women that are playing are clearly doing it for the friendships, the companionships, for the social aspect. We're not asking each other, what is your handicap? We're asking each other, how are your kids? How are your parents? How are you doing? Right. And those are the types of conversations that happen amongst women golfing. And we want to just help enable that. And if we can do that through Kinona and the products that we carry, we do think that there's huge opportunity in terms of the styling and just for women to have very easy care comfortable, stylish golf clothes, it should be table stakes. And we found that it's really not. And so we're trying to get to that point where women can feel really great in the clothes that they wear and not feel like it's a complete struggle to find a great looking outfit. Diane and I laugh all the time that before we started Kinona, there would be 
our closet and we'd have all of our regular clothes and then we would have this section of our golf clothes and we would always say never the twain shall meet and because our golf clothes we would just never wear anywhere else and what we really want Kenona to be about is we wanted for it to transcend if you want to run out you should be able to wear it. throw on a Kenona top with a pair of jeans and run out and get into your day without thinking oh that looks like a golf top and so that's what we want. The Kinona Golf and Life is really about being able to move through the day fairly seamlessly and like you normally would without thinking about what you're wearing and what you have on. Right. So this being a podcast, of course, we have to paint pictures with words here. So Diane, can you please tell our listeners, can you describe for them a couple of pieces from your Kinona Spring Summer 2018 apparel collection? Sure. Making sure that we had, first of all, what I would consider the most amazing fabric out there and touching it is everything and trying to describe it as best I can, but it's not poly Esther, which is what 90% of what else is out there. It is Italian fabric. It has beautiful hand. It's nylon lycra. So there's a high percentage of lycra. So it really smooths everything about you. It is probably the best travel pant that you could ever have. And so not only playing golf, super comfortable, has a wider waistband that kind of holds you in. We try to think of all of the little details as well as the big details. So everything as small as the little tea holders in the pocket to the waistband to hold you in. All of these things are critical. So we have a core bottom, a crop bottom. We also have adorable, getting a lot of buzz about our skirts and dresses. They're cute, fashionable. You can put them on with a top from our collection, but you can also wear them with a nice t-shirt. The dresses, you're out on the golf course in your golf shoes, switch your shoes up when you leave and you go to lunch, you go to your meeting. It's very, all I can be always hearing is the word comfortable, which sounds so Mm -hmm. boring, but it's just that ability to feel good in what you're wearing and feel that it's doing exactly what you want it to do. And so our dresses have gotten a lot of play just for their ease and the colors that we use this season have been based in navy with a nice turquoise color blue story and then a more white navy gray story group that gives you ability to play one off the other. Those are a couple of key pieces, but I definitely know that we're getting very known for our skirts and dresses right now. Gotcha. And to complement your words there, I will suggest to our listeners here to go to KinonaSport.com to have a look at the visuals of all those fabulous pieces that you just mentioned there so they can get a better idea. So one thing I wanted to ask both of you ladies here, because on the Mod Golf Podcast, we are about the future of golf and innovation. So love to hear about the traction you have already. And I'd love to hear about your aspirations of what you would like Kinona to be in, let's say, two or five or 10 years time from now. What would be your dream? And be careful what you ask for, because you just might get it here, the way the direction you're going. But I'd love to hear your thoughts about how you would like to see Kinona scale up and what you would like it to be in the future. Diane, do you want to take that? (laughs) Well, we definitely look to scale this up as far as in volume to a significant brand. We look at brands on the men's side that have scaled up from what would probably be considered a little more on the fashion side, like a Travis Matthew, who has gone out there and done things differently. They've definitely done things differently as far as their marketing. They have that more sportswear twist on it. And so if we look down the future, having ourselves scale up to a significant level in the women's world, for us, it's critical that not only do we reach the golf market, but then we reach beyond that. 
So women can feel like they could wear clothes anywhere and they don't have to play golf or they can play golf. And having that broader audience, we're definitely focused on our giving back. We're working with First Tee this year as our give back partner. And that's really the focus for Tammy and I is on the girls portion of that. So continuing to feed both young girls into the sport. And as you mentioned, that is the growth of the sport right now, the growth of golf. So we would feel very successful if we can be a part of that. And also women, women in business who have been held back a bit for not playing with the men. So all of those aspects to us are part of it. And then I think we would both agree that the Kenona community for us, continuing to build this Kenona community so women are able to be a part of it, earn income from it, be ambassadors to it as we continue to expand is where I like to see it. Wonderful. And Tammy, I'll ask you this. You just touched, Diane, on the Kenona community, which has a nice ring to it, that you're building here. How are you using social media to expand that and build that community and have some of your Kenona champions and also the people that are loving your products here? How are they sharing those stories? Is that something that you're quite active in getting involved with or is that something you're looking to unleash in the future? Yes, we are using social media to really spread the word. We're encouraging the women that purchase and wear Kinona to hashtag my Kinona style so we can share their images and their outfits on social media. And a lot of people think that influencers and social media is all around the millennials, but we have certainly found that we have quite a prolific group of influencers that are not necessarily in that demographic. They're older. We've partnered with uh, Cindy. Miller, who's a, an LPGA training professional and is currently golfing on the uh, Legends Tour. And she is very prolific on social media and she has been a fantastic partner, as has Moira Dunn as well. And they are out there. They are both women's Legends players and have years of experience golfing, certainly as part of the LPGA prior. And they are out there as well. So it's been really fun to see both of them out there golfing, teaching, helping other girls and women learn the sport, and also representing Kenona and seeing how they are also spreading the word. I love it. Diane, you had mentioned earlier, you referred to Travis Matthew as an example here. I did notice that as one of your board of advisors that you have Nathan Boroff, who is the former CFO of Travis Matthew. So that must add an incredible validation of what you're doing and also just having his experience and connectivity is just helping to take you to the next level. So with him and also others, I want to hear, Diane, perhaps you can jump in here as far as the partnerships and the other relationships that you have that are helping propel you forward here, because it does take a village to actually get something like you're doing here with Kinona off the ground. So can you share some of those partnerships with us? Yeah, it definitely takes a village. And we are fortunate that we have had amazing people helping us. Actually, when we talked to Nathan the first time, it was really just an advisor type call. We didn't know him. And he ended up joining a few months later because he was excited about our business. He had seen Travis Matthew grow. He had joined them in 2010 and all the way till they sold the Callaway. So he really had the experience to offer us when it came to looking at our numbers, what territories we should consider. He's really becoming an invaluable help, as our other advisors have been. 
we're very fortunate because we have a broad spectrum that comes in from either manufacturing side or the technical side or social media side to give us advice and connections and work with us. And I think that's a really big part of this is it's a lot about networking. It's a lot about connections and meeting people. And we were able to launch in January of this year. And within the first three months, we were in the merchandise tent at the ANA because the buyer at Mission Hills, who we'd been forming a relationship with all year, helped us with our first trunk show at Mission Hills. And we were very successful and she was very excited and said, I want to put you in the merchandise tent. And she has supported us, but that got us in front of the LPGA and a lot of people really quick. We followed up two weeks later and we helped as one of the sponsors of the new LA Open for LPGA that was held at Wilshire Country Club in LA. So we were able to jump on that one. So it's a combination of being super opportunistic when things come up, of asking everybody we know if they know somebody. And we've been introduced to a lot of people to the point where even players on the tournament are saying, oh yeah, I saw that on Kenona, I saw it on the reader board. And we're getting product to people to wear and support from all over the country, out of the country, in fact, in some places, that I would say that there's really no end to what you need to do when it comes to that. When you need to network with people at every single trunk show we have, we talk to the women and what clubs do they belong to that get us to the next club. It's just a combination of fast forward, growing your network by leaps and bounds and having them support the business, support us. Right. I love the entrepreneurial hustle that both of you live by every day and putting yourself out there and getting after it. And, and speaking of putting yourself out there, it's my understanding, Tammy, I think you had mentioned earlier that either one of you or both will be at the PGA Fashion and Demo Experience in Las Vegas coming up August 13th to 15th. Is that correct? That is correct. Excellent. Well, any listeners out there that will be attending the show, you can actually see Kinona there. And you can also see me there. I've been invited to speak and talk about golf innovation and all the things that we do here at the podcast and in the golf space. So perhaps we'll get a chance to combine our superpowers there and have a quick chat with you again for a follow-up conversation in a few weeks' time. I would love to have that opportunity to do that with you. That would be great. Well, while we're at it here, as we finish up, actually, this is one question I wanted to ask you here. I mean, because I work with a lot of entrepreneurs in the startup space, both in golf and sport and also outside of that. And one thing as you develop here, you have initial ideas of who your customer is. And as you've grown organically, as you like to put it here, I'm sure that is either shifted or perhaps refined itself a bit. What is one of the surprises, especially with your online shopping of, of some of your customers from where they've come from, even the demographic or the segment? Is there something there that you can share that's surprised you that love Kinona that you thought at the beginning you wouldn't be appealing to? Well, I think when we first were pulling together all of our target consumer and putting together our personas around who our target was, we know the sweet spot of where women golfers are and, and how old they are. It skews older. I think has been surprising to both Diane and I is the number of more younger golfers, or I'll just even say not even younger golfers, younger women that have ended up purchasing and wearing Kinona. That has probably been the biggest surprise. I think when you end up designing a product. We definitely want to make sure that we are thinking about our core target, but it's been really great to see the brand resonate to a younger audience. And I think it's even how we pick some of the talent that ends up wearing our clothing and how we portray them online. 
we want to show our clothing both on younger women, but also on older women. We just came from a photo shoot that was part of our next season's line. And we definitely had a lot of older women in our shoot because we really feel like that's who we're building this for. But again, a lot of the younger talent that we had, the younger models that we had there were raving about the product as well. And I think it's been great to see that as the brand continues to grow. So we will continue to stay focused on our target. We think that there's plenty of brands that are probably addressing the younger golf market out there, but we want to definitely stay on course. And if we are able to transcend our core market and, and get that younger women golfer, so be it. And just a quick follow-up to that, and Diane, perhaps you can jump in on this one. I'm sure you put many pitch decks together, just like I have. So our, our listeners understand here, I'm sure in that pitch deck, you had a term known as TAM or your total accessible market. Just so our listeners can understand how big, and I know it's big already, how big is that total accessible market that you look at right now? And even more exciting, what do you look at even in five or 10 years of how big that market could potentially be for you to access? So we look at the women's market at currently it's about 1.5 billion in the U.S. and 3 billion worldwide. And we're looking at the growth in the next five years that the U.S. would get to just under two and the international would be around in total 3.5s. And I think that international piece is another part that sets Kinona apart. We have been trademarking our brand globally. So you watch golf, I'm sure you see, knowing that it's a big market in Asia. We have been trademarking throughout Asia, Kinona name, and we also have U.S., Canada, Mexico, so we have this continent. We had our first champion approach us online from Quebec recently, so we know that there's a global market that we can be a part of, and a lot of smaller companies that start up don't always think that way. And I think coming from the background that Tammy and I have had, and especially the global supply chain that I was a part of for over 25 years, and realize that it's the global world that we live in right now. And so for us, thinking outside of our little, yes, it's big in California, and yes, it's big in Florida, but there's a big growth going on globally, and we definitely plan to be a part of it. So the global women's golf apparel tide is rising and it appears to me that the Kinona boat is ready to rise with that. And I'm excited for both of you there, what you have now and what's going to happen in the future. This is really great stuff. So as we finish up here, Tammy, perhaps you can jump in. Can you let our listeners know where they can find out more about Kinona, where perhaps they can purchase some of your fine Kinona apparel and also where they can find you on social media? Absolutely. So our website is kinonasport.com. It's K-I-N-O-N-A-S-P-O-R-T.com. You can find us at underscore Kinona on Instagram and at Kinona on Facebook. And we are also on Medium as well as on LinkedIn under Kinona as well. And Yes, please come and take a look at the collection. Since we are mainly distributed at private country clubs, we are primarily in a lot of clubs around the Southern California area, but we are also starting to penetrate the Pacific Northwest, which has been really exciting. And yeah, we will definitely keep you updated. And we will also be adding a location finder on our website for those folks that want to come and visit us in store as well. And I would also encourage you to reach out to one of our champions if anybody's interested in either becoming a champion and or hosting a Kinona trunk show also. 
Wonderful stuff. So Tammy Fuji, Diane Salush, co-founders of Kinona. Ladies, thank you so much for spending your time today. I love the entrepreneurial story, the journey that you've been on and the next steps that you're going to embark on. Once again, really excited for you. This is a great story and it aligns so nicely with the stories we love to tell on the Mod Golf podcast. So thank you very much for spending the time with us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. You are welcome. All right. Well, we will see you at the PGA Fashion and Demo Experience in the next couple of weeks. Look forward to that too. So have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. I work with a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs that get down on themselves because they haven't yet thought of an innovative idea that they can passionately dive into that addresses a problem or aligns with a market opportunity. I hope that after hearing Diane and Tammy's story, that you draw inspiration and confidence from the fact that entrepreneurship and startups are not the exclusive space reserved only for male Stanford grads in their early 20s. Tammy and Diane's deep understanding of the apparel industry and their love for golf meant the right time for them to launch their startup was after gathering almost three decades of professional and personal experience. The spectrum of startup founders is becoming more diverse in every industry space, including golf, and Kinona is a great example of this. Unfortunately, the entrepreneurial ecosystem still has a long way to go, as startups with a female founder receive less than 5% of all venture capital funding. As we envisioned what our 12-episode Season 4 would look like, we set the target to have at least half of our episodes feature female guests. We are proud to say that we've managed to reach this goal with our next episode. This is our small way to support diversity and inclusion in the golf innovation space, and we look forward to continuing this approach in future seasons. Before we go, I want to thank our Season 4 sponsor partners. We are proud to have Golf Tech as our title sponsor, along with supporting sponsors Fairway IQ, British Columbia Golf, and Nextlinks. Without their generous support, the Mod Golf Podcast wouldn't be able to bring you these unique golf innovation stories. Golf Tech is exclusively offering our Mod Golf Podcast listeners $50 off both a swing evaluation and tech fit custom club fitting. Go to www.golftech.com forward slash modgolf to book at one of over 200 Golf Tech Improvement Centers located near you. That's golftech.com forward slash modgolf to begin your golf improvement journey. If you enjoyed this engaging conversation, you can find more golf innovation stories on our previous episodes at www.mod.golf or search Mod Golf Podcast on iTunes. And while you're there, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Join us next week when I speak with Donna Hoffman, founder of Women on Course, who was recently included on the LPGA Women's Network list of 22 women who are disruptively innovating golf. I'm your host, Colin Weston. Thanks so much for joining me. Bye for now.